Okay. Well, this is an episode I didn't want to have to make. How are you feeling? Um, a little nauseous, a little, a little nervous. Yeah, but I really want to um, put an update out there on what the fuck happened on my trip. Start from day one. Well, I landed in Portland which is kind of where I left everybody off on the last YouTube video. I landed and I picked up the van in Portland, Oregon. And the trip was after six plus hours of flying, I was going to drive seven hours to Idaho that night to see Chelsea and Nick from Wild in the Hills. That's a little much. Already it's a lot, but you know, like when you're really excited and motivated, that you maybe aren't taking inventory to how tired you are. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like what was happening. I was kind of just like running on fumes and just going and going and riding that wave of excitement of like being in the U.S. and like being in Portland for the first time, being in Oregon for the first time um, and just like really stoked. But because of my flight and everything, I was actually three hours delayed. My flight was late. I had an Uber issue, like, cause I had to go pick up the van. So I had to take an Uber to where I was picking it up. And it was like such an ordeal. Didn't let that get me down. It's like still stoked. Picked up the van and like started driving. I quickly went to a Walmart to get like some groceries. And that also like delayed me in getting to Idaho, which is where my friends are. I think it was like, I was about two hours away. It's like, almost 11 p.m. Well, I'm not going to get there actually until like after midnight. So I'm like, I I can't do this. I can't. I'm not going to make it. I'm like falling asleep at the wheel. I was on the phone with you. I was like, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it there, which goes against like my entire plan. Yeah, you're pretty dead set on trying to get there. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed that I didn't make it that night because it meant that I lost a night with Nick and Chelsea. I was initially going to be aiming to get there if my flight worked out and I didn't, you know, like I didn't make time for groceries. I didn't make time for like having to drop the video, make the announcement that day. Like I didn't make plans for anything and didn't like plan into the schedule. I was supposed to be there at like 7 p.m. And that didn't happen. So I'm like, I ended up sleeping in a McDonald's parking lot. And I was so sketched out because I'm like, oh, is it like it's not 24 hours. So like and it's like a really small town. So I was concerned that like I might get a knock at night. And I was like really not wanting that on my first night by myself on this solo trip. Like was just so freaked out. Yeah, that was a big thing for you is being able to stay with people during the night, probably for comfortability and safety and whatever. So, yeah. That wasn't a great uh, situation for your first night. I was pretty, pretty disappointed. But it seemed like you got through the night okay. Oh, yeah. I pretty had high a, spirits the next day. I had a great sleep. Like, I cried the next day because I had slept by myself in this van for the first time in a place that wasn't planned. And, like, I was really proud of myself and had a bit of, like, a cry in the morning. And that's kind of what this trip was about, was kind of, like, having that time to just let myself feel all the emotions and work through the thing of being alone and doing it by myself and having to figure it out by myself, even though I had you on the phone with me. And like, I was, <laughs> I was working it out in my head out loud to you, but it, you weren't there. Like there wouldn't have been anything that you could have done for me 
other than offer me emotional support, which is what I needed. And so I woke up the next day really early because of the time difference. So I actually ended up getting up at like 5 a.m. And I was like, okay, great. I'm just going to start driving. And I got on the road, um, started motoring to Nick and Chelsea. And I was still feeling really tanked. Like I was still feeling really tired, but I'm like, no problem. Like easy peasy. This will be okay. Um, And I get there, I'm like visiting them and I'm feeling so exhausted. And my plan was initially, so Wednesday I landed, Wednesday night I was supposed to go see them. And then Thursday I was going to spend the morning with them and then go and see Rachel and her family from Be Bold Little Ones. So I was already on a really tight schedule. So it already isn't going like the way that I want because I'm so limited on time. But my plan was because I had to drive back through on my way back to Oregon, I was gonna see them. I was gonna plan to do a whole day with them. So I was like not too concerned about having super limited time with them. I was like, cool, no problem. Go, I drive five hours. So I've done two hours that morning. I drive an additional five hours to Utah from Boise, Idaho. So I drive the five hours to Salt Lake City to see Rachel and her family. And we get there and I'm super excited to see them. It ends up being way later again than I planned to be there. I planned to give them my whole afternoon. I didn't get there until close to seven. (laughs) I think this is becoming a theme. You gave yourself no time. You're like, I'm going to see 18 people in a day and a half. And surprise, surprise, it did not work out. (laughs) Well, I just like, I've got, there's so many people I want to see and there's such little time. And like the trip started with like only seeing two different people. And then once like I started sharing a bit more about the trip, then more people were like, I want to see you. Like, can we get together? Can we do content? Can we do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like a people pleaser and a yes person. So I'm just like, yes, a hundred percent. And I, I did want to see these people. Like I did want to go and hang out with them. There was no part of me that like didn't want to do it. I didn't do anything that I didn't want to do other than all the driving. So I went and saw Rachel and Mike. It's 7 p.m. I get there. I'm tanked. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm like hanging out with Rachel that night. It's like 11 p.m. And I'm falling asleep on her couch while we're chatting. Like I'm having such a deep and amazing conversation with her and I am so exhausted. I like cannot keep my eyes open. And I finally was just like, I think I have to go to bed. And again, I felt bad because we were having such a nice time for her and I, her kids were asleep. Mike was doing his own thing. Her and I were finally able to have like just kind of a one-on-one. And I love Rachel and I felt like we so needed that because we've been talking online for two years. And I just, I had to go to bed. I was so exhausted. And so, Went to bed the next morning, her, Mila, um, Remy, and Enzo come out to see me. Um, Lily was at school. And so three of the four kids are out greeting me, saying good morning. Like I was so excited to see them. And then I spent um, the afternoon with them, like morning, early afternoon, just like hanging out, bonding with the kids. Like it was really, really nice. Um, Still, I'm running on fumes though. And like, Kids are amazing and I love her kids, but kids still require like, they need you to be interested in entertaining and like, you gotta be on. Yeah, they're like, I'm ready to be entertained. Yeah. What do you got for me? Yeah. Do you have any any games on your phone? Yeah, mind you, they were entertaining me a lot. Like I didn't really have to do much. They were very much just like, look at my favorite toy. And like, it wasn't too complicated to kind of like 
get them focused on like, you know, the stuff that they had going on, but it still required like energy. And also I am not a censored person. So that took energy to censor myself around children because I'm not an appropriate person to be around ever. So I really had to like think before I spoke, which I only have two brain cells going at all times. That required more brain cells to be functioning. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a bit of a trucker. I am, yeah, and my family hates it. So I finally like, and this is the other thing too that I noticed when I was spending time with people, I didn't want to say goodbye. I didn't want to leave. I already knew that I was like super limited on time with them. And now I'm having to like also be the person that says I have to go because I have to go do the next thing. So it didn't feel super like authentic to just be like, oh, man, this was amazing because I didn't feel like I had enough time with anybody. Yeah, that's tough. Like with the 10 day trip, it's not a whole lot of time if you factor in driving and everything else. And I feel like you would have been better off just like really limiting your plans and really getting to spend a good amount of time with a few people. Had I stayed just in Oregon, I think 10 days would have been perfect. Yeah. Probably still a lot to do, but I'm driving from Oregon to Idaho to Utah. That's an 11 and a half hour drive from Salt Lake City to Portland. Yeah. It reminds me of our trip in November where we were probably like driving at least 50% of our waking hours. At least that. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. And like we should have just chilled a bit more. We should have stayed local. This is the other thing too. We made plans to go see people. Well, I did. This is my, actually, this is a me problem. You yeah. were cool to chill. And then, You're the common denominator. Yeah. Here. And then I was like, let's go see our friends in New Brunswick. We can do it. It's an eight hour drive. That was a good call though. I well, feel like that was worth it. It was worth it, but we still had time to chill. On our way back, we were boogieing, but like, I felt like our way there, we had a lot of time to relax and chill somewhat, but we were still doing a lot of driving. Yeah. Um, probably would have been a bit better had we broken the driving up, but I know that you in the passenger seat sometimes can make you really nauseous. Um, so that probably wasn't a super um, a good idea. I, I didn't feel like ready to say goodbye, but I had plans for that afternoon to go see um, Megan and Matt. And so this is now Friday. This is my third official day in the US in the van. And my plans are to meet with them at 1 p.m. on Friday at a Planet Fitness. I had my first Planet Fitness shower, it was amazing. Um, and I spent that evening with them. We went and parked at a Cracker Barrel. We laughed, belly laughed, like it was the most fun, the most genuine fun I've had with people in a really long time where you could just be silly and goofy and it was so reciprocated because they're silly and goofy and they feed off of each other and then the three of us just feeding off of that energy, it was so fun. And the excitement of like, we've been talking online for so long and we FaceTimed so much and then actually getting to hang out and see each other in person was just like, well, at least it's nice that you didn't get catfished at all. Yeah, I feel like they, if anything, got catfished because <laughs> I came to them and I was a lot more pale than they were. I was, I think I was already starting to feel sick at that point, but mm. they're like, great pale. <laughs> um, but we were, we didn't tell each other how tall we were because we wanted to see. You did that on purpose? Yeah, that was done on oh, purpose. that's funny. So when you were watching their video, when we met, I was like, average height to Matt. I thought Matt was like over six feet. Right. He's not. He just carries himself with, oh, it's, with poise. I think it's the bald head and the beard. 
I feel like tall people do that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you see short bald people and you see short people with facial hair. But you don't see short bald people. With facial hair. With facial hair. That's a fair point. Mind you, he's not short by any means. He's like, I'm just meaning more really tall. Right. So he's like average height. I think he said he was like 5'10". Okay. Which is like decent. And um, above average. Yeah. And I, I don't even know what Meg is. I thought she was 5'4". And she's way littler than that. Wow, that's short. Yeah, so it was really funny in person. I'm like, oh my God, you're like fun size. <laughs> Party size. Party size, yeah. So, um, and then Meg's like, you're tall for a woman. <laughs> but she delayed that and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, So that was like a really nice moment to like, you don't get to see each other. And so that was the only thing we catfished was our height. We spent the night at Cracker Barrel. We had a great time. We were laughing. We were watching their old YouTube videos and cringing at them. Um, and then we went to bed. To give some context, Saturday, which is the morning that I woke up in the Cracker Barrel parking lot, was officially day four of my trip. I had not had a actual meal yet, maybe some snacks just to keep me fueled while I was driving so I didn't have to stop. No food, have not really stopped at all. And probably like high energy social interaction to boot. Back to back to back to back. With like new people, brand new people. Exactly. Yeah. That took anything that I had remaining in the tank and it was gone. So Saturday morning I woke up and I was not good. Like my stomach was really upset, which I anticipated, right? Like I wasn't surprised that I woke up not feeling well. My throat was sore from laughing so much the night before. So I kind of just put that, you know, two and two. Went and absolutely destroyed the Cracker Barrel toilets, <laughs> which is where I actually, I, I blame the Cracker Barrel. I'm not a country song artist gal. Like I don't really like country. And I was stuck in there for so long because I was going to the bathroom and it's just like, playing country music over and over and over and over and over again. Every single song is country. And there was a song that I heard that I actually really liked and I ended up downloading it. So you're in there like shitting your pants. Yeah. And you're just like, oh man, I feel so terrible, but listen to this song. Oh, and then I go to Spotify out, and download it. Yeah, whip out Spotify. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, I was doing things while I was on toilet. I was like, <laughs> I was multitasking. It's just an interesting context to Well, they're blasting country music in the toilet. Into the toilet? Yeah. For speakers. <laughs> There's Bluetooth speakers like around the rim. <laughs> right. So it's echoing out of the toilet. Yeah. Into my ass. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, this sucks. So I go to the van and I chill and then I have to go again because like things are not good. And then I come back and Meg's like, hey, like, do you want to do some vlogging and stuff? Because we're vlogging a girl's day. She's going to like, be in the van with me. We're going to travel like to the salt flats. We're going to do blah, blah, blah. Do this girl's day vlog. Make it super cheesy. Um, so we're like really excited. We're going to go to Trader Joe's, which was my first time going to Trader Joe's. We were going to get, um, going to do a charcuterie board. We we're going to get um, food for breakfast and food for dinner. Doing a whole thing. We're doing some vlogging. I tell her, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like feeling kind of weird, but like, I'm fine. And I was good. I was in really good spirits. We were vlogging. I was like on point. We were making jokes. We were laughing. I was being silly. And then we're like, okay, let's go to Trader Joe's. Let's get all of our stuff. I have the Trader Joe's experience. It's great. We take our stuff, go to the van. And while we're loading it up in the van, I get hit with this wave of like lightheadedness, like super nauseous. Like it's, it's almost a like bit, it takes me off guard. And Meg is filming, like she's vlogging this and she catches it on camera. Like me just having this moment of, sorry, like I can't. And then she cuts it. So I kind of just told her like, I'm not feeling great. Like, I think I'm good. So I just sat down for a sec. I had some crackers and like, I'm just like, 
let's drive to um, where we want to park up so we can like kind of do some vlogging. And then before we go to the salt flats, we drive to the spot and we get there and I'm just, it's not going away. Like I'm starting to feel worse. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, Meg. Like I just need to lay down for a sec. Like I'll be fine. Like I'll, I'll, I'll be good. Like I'll, I'll be back on in a sec. I just, I think I need a bit of a rest. And she's like, you have not eaten in like four days and probably haven't like really been sleeping all that well. And like, you just, just chill. I'm going to make us some food. I'm going to fuel you and we'll, we'll be good. And then we'll go to the salt flats once you're feeling better. Well, spoiler alert, it does not get better. I think 40 minutes later, I was laying on the bed. We had just eaten. I didn't, I had one bite of a waffle and one bite of an impossible chicken nugget. I couldn't stomach it. And I was like starting to feel really sick. And the smell of the chicken and the waffles in the van in such a small space was adding to me feeling nauseous. And Meg is still vlogging and like trying to like, you know, continue on with the day. And I, she was like on the phone with Matt and then she hangs up and I like fling out of bed, like sit upright, like in the bed. And I'm just like bag, 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 bag. And she's panicking because she's just like, I don't know what, there's no plastic bags, but I know that there's a Trader Joe's bag near the front door. And I'm like, just give me that Trader Joe's bag. And she gives it to me and I vomit. I'm not talking about a cute little like, bleh, like one singular vomit. I can actually say I have never been that sick in my life ever it was like a minute of just like everything like repeatedly i couldn't catch my breath it just kept coming out and out and i know that's a little bit graphic but like it was the most violent and it was my full body it was coming out of every hole in my face my like entire core was rigid from like forcing it up and i was like shaking like a fucking leaf Kudos to Megan for sticking it out there. She continued to vlog and you're still kind of hanging in there too. It seemed at least at that point, you're still trying to. I was trying to, I'm like, okay. I, Cause this is the thing that I said to her. I'm like, I feel so much better after throwing up. Cause you know that like yeah. waiting period where you feel really nauseous, but like you're not getting sick and it just sits there and it stews, right? Yeah. I find that, like, I haven't vomited much in my lifetime, but when I have, it's it's more like the feeling of your body wanting to get rid of stuff than it is necessarily whatever's going on in your stomach. Yeah. So like once your body is like happy with the situation, it just lets you chill for a second. Yeah. Because that's exactly what happened. I felt so much better after I threw up. Yeah. I felt amazing after I threw up. I felt like chipper. I was still like not feeling great, but I was like, oh my God, okay, that's all I needed. Like, I'm good, I'm fine. I was starting to feel better. So I'm like, let's just chill for a sec. And then let's still go to the salt flats. Like, I'm good. I'm just gonna like relax a bit because like it scared Megan. It scared Megan, it scared me. She's like, that was so violent. And like, so, and you were, and she's like, I was more concerned afterwards because you were just shaking. And I knew you were scared. And so I chilled for a bit. Like she filled up my water. There was the whole water filling um, <laughs> incident. And after we did that, we were like, okay, you know what? Let's go to a Walmart or something and get some like drugs. Like let's get me like some Pepto, Gatorade. Like I need to refuel on that because it started to hit me again. I'm starting to feel nauseous again. I'm starting to feel really unwell again. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to throw up again. There's nothing in my stomach. Like I just threw up what I ate in four days. <laughs> like I've got nothing. Well, shouldn't have said that because I threw up again. 
in the van when Meg went into um, the Walmart. And so I'm sitting in the back of the van with this bucket and I just puke my guts up and I'm like really, you know, I'm scared. Like I'm, I'm in a country that I've really never traveled in. Thank goodness it's the US. Like it really isn't that different than Canada other than healthcare. Um, you know, it was really not that scary in terms of like I'm in some foreign country and like I don't know anybody. Maybe I don't know the language. Like, you know, it was very, it was very um, tame. Yeah. And I was with people like I had Megan, which she did not sign up for that. She did not sign up to take care of the dumb blonde from Canada doing this stupid solo trip for her stupid moment to be vomiting and going into a Walmart, which she despises going into a Walmart for me to get me Pento. <laughs> That's true friendship. Yeah. And she just fucking met me in person for the first time. So it's a good thing I made a good impression the night before. That's right. Yeah. Who would have known? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Who would have known how it would have turned out? Yeah. Had you not uh, made such a great impression. Been put on the so jets funny. The yeah. first night. Yeah. So this is day four, right? This is the Saturday. So we, she gets back from the Walmart. I tell her I puked again. She sees the bucket. She's like, gross. Um, gets me all figured out. And she's really pitching like, Chris, I think you need to check into a hotel tonight. And I'm, I'm thinking, fuck. Like, so that was her idea. Well, I mean, I think she, I'm pretty sure she was the one that posed it. But as soon as she said it, I was kind of like, no, I think you're right. And then I, I went back and forth and then I said, no, I, I think you're good. And she actually called and booked for me. So she did mm. all the booking for me. She like got it figured out. Um, because yeah, I just like, don't think like, what was the other option, right? Like I could have stayed in the van, but it has a cassette toilet. So puking shitting and pissing in that like yeah you just wanted like a proper bathroom yeah it would have made me so sick and nauseous to clean that and it would have had yeah. to have been cleaned so regularly because I, was, I ended up using the toilet so much when i was at the hotel we check into the hotel like um you know it's like she's just getting me sorted she's getting making sure that i'm good and comfortable and i threw up a whole bunch in the van but i'm you know i'm still feeling nauseous i'm still not feeling great i'm just gonna like try and sleep it off um and it's like maybe 5 36 at this point so it's getting kind of late was going to shower and then i was like i don't have any energy to get in the shower right now like meg had gone downstairs to just chill for a bit make herself some food maybe just hang out in the van do her thing um you know she's been babying me for like almost a whole day so i was like no this is good like i'll go have a shower and then once i got in the bathroom i was just like i don't have the energy and then i shit myself while standing up i was naked mind you because i was debating getting in the shower and then i'm like no i'm not gonna do it i, I don't have the energy like i don't have the energy to stand that's not like that that's how weak i was like yeah that's rough have you ever had a sitting down shower i don't like sitting down showers because the water could be really hot but then once it gets to you on the on the ground it's like <laughs> cold it's like totally lost the heat yeah i guess you you have a high standard for water temperature so yeah, I shit myself on the floor in this hotel. Is this public knowledge? Because I, I didn't know that until now. You knew I shit myself. Not on the floor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> where else would it have gone? Did you think I was clothed? I didn't oh, assume you were clothed, but... You, some people, some people, like, I think it was assumed I was in the shower already. I did mm. not shit myself in the shower. I shit myself on the floor and then washed up in the shower. 
So I probably was, prefer to shit in the shower because then you could just drain it all well, down. Well, yeah, and then forget that it ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, no, that did not happen to me. I did not have that luxury. I didn't have control. Right, Like, yeah, yeah. it flew out of me. Oh, God. Yeah, so it was not good. I was really ill, yeah. obviously, at that point. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm having a shower now. So I had a shower. I went and laid in bed. And, um, I mean, you know, because you and I were on the phone when I threw up again. I heard it. Well, did you? Because you... I heard the beginning of it. Yeah. And then what happened? And then I turned the volume down as low as it could go and put the (laughs) phone underneath my pillow to muffle the sound. And I still heard it through that. (laughs) Didn't help much. What was the buildup like? (laughs) You're like... You just said, oh, God, like more and more frequently. You're like, oh, God. You okay, babe? Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I didn't have enough time to turn down the volume, so I heard the first like three seconds of it while I panicked and tried to find my volume button. <laughs> Mind you, Meg could not turn the volume down when she was in the van with me. <laughs> no. It was probably echoing. Oh, yeah, because it was super empty in that van. So it's like, yeah, it was very echoing. Ringing off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A little reverb. <laughs> and so um, so it was pretty bad. I ended up throwing up that night um, and a couple times throughout the night. And woke up the next day and I was feeling a bit better. I hadn't thrown up in like quite a few hours, which was really good because it was usually every couple hours I was throwing up. So it had been a while. Meg came and checked on me. I felt really weak, but my spirits were actually really high because I was thinking, fuck, okay, a little hiccup. This wasn't the plan. Kind of fucked with our plans with Meg and Matt and I, but like, we're still good. We're still on schedule. Then I couldn't stomach anything and I couldn't eat anything. Uh, I couldn't even like the idea of eating food and even thinking about something super plain that I could just eat to get into my body wasn't happening. And I was still, my stomach was still really upset. Was talking to Meg and we both decided, okay, maybe another night wouldn't hurt just to give me that, that opportunity to kind of like refresh. So I stayed there Saturday night. So going into Sunday, I realized I still did not have the energy. Like my plan was that night to drive back to Idaho. So I had to drive five hours to get to Chelsea and Nick to spend the whole next day with them. So I was like, I don't think I can do another five hour drive. Like I don't, I don't have the energy to do it. Like I have no idea how I'm going to get there. So I was like, okay, maybe it's best if I stay another night and then maybe tomorrow I can head there for like Monday. Sunday night, I still can't stomach anything. I'm still like actually getting sick. I had tomato soup for dinner and then I ended up throwing it all up. Um, So I was feeling super defeated at that point. I was feeling super upset. I felt so deflated. Um, I was supposed to see Isaac from um, A Bus Life Story and his partner Jelena um, from Leave Her Wild. And that was going to be my time back in Oregon was creating content with them, doing some podcast episodes, like doing some stuff for YouTube. And I was this has been like a two year plan, right? Like with Isaac and I, at least because we've been friends for that long. My biggest concern was if I'm sick, even if like and I obviously I have since tested, I'm, I don't have COVID. Um, 
But at the time, I wasn't sure what I was fighting. Like, didn't know if it was a 24-hour bug, didn't know if I was contagious. The last thing I wanted to do was go there and see them. And Jelena, who's pregnant, the idea, and like she's like due any moment. That was just irresponsible to go there sick with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a good judgment call. Which was difficult because that was the whole second part of my trip. And that was really hard for me. So once I realized like, okay, it is now like almost, it's day five of my trip. It's day three. So day three was the Monday of being in the hotel. So I wake up Monday morning, I still don't feel better. And Monday morning was when I was gonna make my decision. And what I was grappling with is, do I take this time to just recover in the hotel and make basically the drive back and take the rest of the week to get back to Portland, which is where I was flying out from. So do I just take like the week to drive there, go really slow? Um, or do I like just cancel the trip here, leave from Salt Lake City, come straight home and recover or recover in Salt Lake City, still cancel my trip, but wait until I was well enough to travel and then get on the plane and come home. So there really wasn't like any plan to continue traveling because I still had an 11 hour drive to make to Portland and I had no, I still hadn't eaten anything by the Monday. So like I had no energy. I had nothing in my system. I could not stomach food. And personally, like for me, this trip was about reconnecting with myself, getting to see friends, doing all these things. I didn't come here so I could be sick and just stay inside of a van. Yeah. Like that, that defeated the purpose of the trip for me. So, you know, some people are saying like, oh, just stick it out. Like, you know, but I'm so happy I didn't because it's Thursday now and I'm still unwell. Yeah. So you'd be unwell either in the van or paying for a hotel. Which I didn't have the budget to pay for a hotel because with yeah. the conversion rate, I was paying almost $300 a night at yeah. the hotel. And there was no way I would be able to drive to another hotel. I didn't have it in me to do so. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure you probably were just exhausted and didn't necessarily have the energy to socialize with people. Cause that's another thing is if you went and just stayed with someone else, then they're gonna expect that you're kind of- Entertaining them. Entertaining. Yeah, I'm sure they would have been understanding. Totally. But there's still an expectation for me. For you, for yourself. Yeah, like it w yeah. I would have put that on myself where I would have been like, man, I feel like such an awful, this is not how I want to meet people. So yeah. knowing that I wasn't going to be hanging out with anybody, you know, I was really concerned about, am I going to regret it when I go home? And at this point, I don't, I don't regret it because I feel like I really listened to my body. And that for me was a huge part of this trip was listening to myself and connecting with myself in that way. And like listening to my body and hearing what it needed. And yes, it was the disappointing option. And yes, it was like, I did want to just power through it. And I would have, I would have, I know I would have, I'm stubborn like that. For what? Yeah. To say that I stayed in a van for a week sick so that I could finish my trip. What trip is that? Don't get to see anybody. Don't get to create any content because I've, I don't have the energy to do it. And I'm basically just driving and paying money and fuel to get back to Portland. Yeah, that makes sense. Like in my mind, I was like, what would I do if I was in that situation? And like part of me was like, well, I'd probably just like, you know, camp up somewhere nice and just like just stick it out in the van. But 
considering it was like a stomach bug, like you more or less needed a bathroom, like a proper one. And so you basically had to be in a hotel. Or had to park in the city where I had access yeah. to a bathroom. Cause like it wasn't an option to like go park like wild camp and just yeah. shit and vomit in the wild because that's not, it's not yeah, like- Yeah, it's you, just not what you want to be doing. Well, you shouldn't be doing that anyways. Like even of if course. you dig a hole and like bury it, it's like, it's there'd be so many mounds around the van of shit and vomit that like, no, I don't want to do that. There, yeah, you're right. There really wasn't any good options for you other than staying in a hotel, which would have been expensive. And I'm sure you're more comfortable here just sticking it out. So I, you know, with all those things considered, I think you made a pretty wise choice. It was difficult though. I felt like I was like letting myself down. I had really like had so much support from the community about my trip. And like, I was so excited to share that with my audience of like, I'm doing this really fucking crazy thing and I'm scared and I'm still doing it mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it anyways. And like, I don't know, I, I didn't want to be a disappointment. And then I realized, oh my God, fuck that. Because I have to be selfish right now. Selfish. Think about myself and like put social media aside for a sec. And I just like really have to think about myself because I put my health second the entire beginning of my trip. Totally. And I paid for it. Yeah. Um, and I think too, like, had I been sick on the road with you in our van, in our van with our cats and all the home comforts of what makes me feel better when I'm feeling ill mm -hmm. and we had to get a hotel that's different, you know what I mean? I'm in a rental. I'm with strangers that I've met on the internet that were amazing and babied me and took care of me and totally brought me back to life, um, and made it fun. But it's, it was a totally, I, I really do think the situation would be so different had it not been a rental, had I like not been doing like 20 plus hours of traveling, like probably would have had, I honestly, had I taken care of myself leading up to when I picked up the bug, probably would have had a better chance of fighting it off. Yeah, quicker. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about like a stomach bug too. Like say you just got caught like a bad cold or something, like you would have been feeling shitty, but just like the logistics of a stomach bug are just way different and way more um, diminishing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So it's pretty unfortunate. I felt deflated. I felt like had the wind kind of taken out of my sails oh, yeah. for that trip. And I just, I just really wanted someone to say it was okay to come home. Mm. I think you, you know, all things considered, obviously it's unfortunate that you caught a random bug at the time that you did that really sucks but like all things considered like you you stuck it out for as long as you could have it seemed like you you still had some fun like you got to meet some people that you had wanted to yeah. um seemed to have a lot of fun with Megan and Matt yeah. you saw some nice views I mean I guess you kind of drove through most of Oregon on the first night and didn't get to see a lot of it but what you saw of Utah seemed incredible so yeah and i was most excited to go back to oregon because it made me so emotional when i saw it for the first time that i cried while i was driving because i could not believe that something so beautiful existed you live and you learn this is my first trip this is the first trip i've ever planned myself well now you know that you can do it i mean if you were to ever want to do it in the future you know that you can and yeah. you know chances are next time you won't catch a stomach bug well <laughs> i will be in better Better, a better position that if I did, I think I would kick it a lot faster. But yeah. literally not having any energy and not being able to fuel your body is so debilitating. Mm -hmm. So that was probably the biggest hindrance was 
I got the 24-hour bug by Sunday night at least, so really 24 hours. I had stopped throwing up. The last time I threw up was that soup. And it, I think it was just because it was super acidic. It was tomato soup. So it was all that like I was willing to really eat. And then I threw it up because tomato soup is extremely acidic. So that was like my own doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that because I hadn't eaten the couple days before, that just unravel it just made it so much worse so you know all things considered i still had a really amazing time you know considering um i got to meet some really amazing people and the threshold now is so low for expectations on meeting me that when i go to meet them again i'm gonna be amazing it's gonna be the best hangout ever <laughs> you're gonna show up and like the next person you meet is just gonna have a trader joe's bag for you I can't even look at Trader Joe's now. Even watching the video that Megan Matt, well, that Megan like edited and put together, I felt a bit nauseous, oh, no. like seeing Trader Joe's. Uh, a trigger. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's 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 funny. Yeah. So, I appreciate everybody for sticking it out with me and just like being so understanding and and concerned and wanting to know if I was good and alive and I am I am back in Canada I flew back on Tuesday um later in the day and Taylor came and picked my ass up from the airport and I've been really just in bed the last couple days and I had dinner tonight and I am feeling okay um so I'm you know it's Thursday now my trip would have ended on Saturday and um yeah, I really don't I really don't have any regrets for um what my decision ultimately was. Just disappointed that it happened, but um you know, I don't have control over the future and don't have control over the past, so I just kind of have to move forward and and just make the most of it and plan for a really dope trip to reconnect with those people that I missed. All right, friends. Thank you, and we will catch you on the next one. Later. <laughs>